Okay, so let's just do before we even begin, we can just do a quick little teeny tiny little breath work just to ground both of us as I know it's been a busy day. Mm-hmm. And, uh, very <laughs> yeah, the same. I know very, very productive day at that. Um, but it's still, you know, um, <laughs> I know just busy uh, for us both to say the least. So I'm going to just ground us in our space. Love and blessings and all that needs to be heard and received from this amazing recording that we're about to do and let's just do a angel 444 breath work so we'll go up into four and out into four and one more And so it is. Yes. Can I say a quick prayer? Please. Thank you, Yahweh. Thank you, God, for choosing us and using us as your instrument, divine love and light, divine loving service, and show us how we can serve our audience, our families, our communities, and humanity this day with our words. And thank you for giving us the strength and the courage and the wisdom to speak the truth and to be in our hearts. So be it. So it is. Oh, I just got tingles. That was beautiful. Okay. I love it. I may have to just leave this part in because that was just so oh magical. Okay. Well, I am so honored to have you here. I had you on my other show. This is Everything with Ali Levine. And I'm so honored to have you on my new show, Awakening with Ali. This is the beautiful and gifted Gina Rhoda. She is all about finding peace in your heart because that is where peace starts. And I completely resonate and completely believe in that and feel that we're all being called to feeling that space. And Gina was blessed with a highly intuitive gift for reading one's heart code. Her spiritual and integrative approach to numerology and life coaching is seamless. She can help people dive deep into their soul blueprint and discover how to live from heart wisdom. Gina guides people to really get to know themselves, love themselves, and heal their hearts. She weaves the positive power of numbers into her innovative style consciousness coaching and heart-centered living. Gina has an innate awareness of the potential of others and with laser precision is able to hone in on your strengths and weaknesses. She will empower you through your joy of life, authenticity, compassion, and enriching communication. Gina offers simple support tools, processes, and personal development practices for emotional empowerment and spiritual awakening, discovering your personal power and living a happy, healthy, inspired lifestyle. Explore your true potential, passions, and life purchase, choosing purpose, choosing to be intentional and making a commitment to personal and emotional development and will be a rewarding experience. And she's a radio show host and author and empowerment and personal development, intuitive life coach and numerologist. And Gina has worked with you guys like the most incredible, you know, designers, uh, players, you know, sports players, public figures, the list goes on. But really what I love about Gina is she's taken this passion that She had for fashion many years and marketing and merchandising into her intuitive life to then numerology. And she's really found this beautiful mix of her world and come into her own spiritual growth and awakening and now helps others and serves others from all divine areas. So Gina, 
I'm just so honored to have you here on Awakening with Ali, and I know we're going to awaken so many and really come into our heart spaces today. Oh, thank you, Ali. That was absolutely beautiful. And I just want to acknowledge you, how much I feel you've awakened and such an honor and a privilege that you would, you know, ask me to be on Awakening with Ali. I, I so appreciate that. And you are a, a beloved soul. And I'm so excited to be part of your show for 2022. It's going to be a glorious year for all of us. Yes. Amen uh, to that. Uh, so it is. I just got tingles. And thank you so much for saying that. And, you know, just a little background for everyone. Gina and I connected about probably year, year and a half ago now. Um, and she was on my other show and we did some different coaching together. I had some readings from her. She really helped me with my own spiritual growth. And as she mentioned, further awakening, and it is kind of just so full circle divine alignment that she's here now. I told her I was doing this new show. And so just to give a little background, this is, you know, today is December 15th. We're recording this before 2022. We felt really called to kind of do a recording together before the holidays and new year to further set the intention and to move 2022 to where it really is going to this higher frequency and higher space. And I am just truly honored to have her here. So if you're listening, really ground yourself feel into this, feel in your heart. We're going to really blow some minds today. So <laughs> Gina, we're ready. I'm ready. <laughs> right. So why don't you, I mean, I gave a little bit obviously about you and your bio, but why don't you give a little bit more about kind of who you are, how you really came into this real spiritual space of your growth. And then we can kind of get into what you feel is coming for 22 um, for the collective, what you kind of, you know, see um, on your own intuitive level. And we'll just see where this beautiful conversation takes us. Thank you, Allie. Thank you for asking. Well, I have to say I, I was born and raised in Tucson, Arizona, and my mother was, I called her a medicine woman and very holistic and alternative in the fifties and sixties. And there's something spiritual about the desert and the beauty of the desert and the blooming of the desert. <clears throat> and because my mother was holistic, I paid a lot of attention to aromatherapy, um, you know, different healing, herbalism, techn uh, technologies and, and, and products. And I just knew that I was on a, a very divinely orchestrated path journey and so I started praying and meditating uh, the best I could at 15 years old that's when it really started wow yeah and then um, over time I got involved with uh, the teachings and spiritual principles of Yogananda and uh, who I love and adore and also was guided by uh, Leo Vascalia and Louise Hay huge blessing and just want to honor and acknowledge all the the spiritual guides and leaders that have come before us and who are here now and who will come after us to support us mm -hmm. with all the the guidance and the wisdom that we need and I also want to presence Jesus and Christ light um, who I feel I'm very guided by and um, I've just as much as I've been in the entertainment and the fashion world I which I really enjoyed by the way it was a lot of fun I utilize those platforms to actually speak into the hearts of men because I mostly work pretty specifically with uh, famous famous men in many genres so long story short I love numbers my aunt was a numerologist and an astrologer in the 50s and everybody was against her and one day she did my numbers I was 14 ish 
and she shared some things with me that that really touched my heart and I didn't know if I believed it then but um I knew I had some gifts and so I'm just so grateful for those gifts and I started acting upon some of them and so here I am I love to coach my numbers I love life coaching I love love and relationship coaching and I love purpose and I also love family coaching so you were saying about family coaching you do so much incredible coaching for so many lives and you know one of the things that you said that I loved in your honesty and your vulnerability was you know, when your aunt shared with you kind of your gifts and read your numbers, you weren't really sure if it was true back then at a young age. I think that's a really kind of beautiful way to lead into this conversation because this show obviously is Awakening with Ali and about everyone's own awakenings, um, as well as, of course, myself. And I think that there is so much of that today, right, where people are kind of resisting their gifts and they're resisting their truths and truths that may be out there because media other things around us are telling us one thing um, and it's not within our heart and it's not within our own, you know, space and frequency. It's what's being told to us and essentially programmed to us. And I would love for you to kind of start with when you had your own awakening and how that kind of shifted for you, because like you said so beautifully when it was, so we were speaking about how this, you know, awakening is happening for many but of course we're feeling resistance. We're being told we're not correct. We're being told that's not true. We're crazy. We're conspiracy. I mean, the list goes on. I think I've been called a conspiracy theorist like <laughs> 10,000 times at this point. I have to laugh because it's something I never thought I'd be called in my life, but like, here I am, you know, people are like anything I share that questions the quote unquote narrative. It's like, oh no, that's conspiracy. Oh no, that couldn't be true. Oh, you don't know that. And something about, you know, I guess the heart space, right? That we can feel the truth. We know what is true. Can you speak to a little bit more of like your own awakening of like when your aunt was sharing these numbers with you and you weren't sure this was actually true? Like, how did you start to shift? Because I feel it's so important for humanity to hear this because there are so many awakening and some who are, I guess, resisting the awakening. Yes, that's, that's true. And everybody does have their divine right moment, divine timing. There's no judgments. Um, however, we have been locked into our belief systems. And just to s- full circle, my, my mother, who was a medicine woman, a revolutionary ahead of her times, and my aunt was too. And she was very studied. But what, what I noticed is that people were against them and they weren't conspiracy theories. But the same pattern, if you will, I'm going to say from, from the collective, I'm not going to call anything else out, but from the collective made them wrong and crazy and, you know, not real. Yeah, not real. <laughs> and so when, when my aunt was reading my numbers and she said some profound things to me, I, I, I honestly didn't understand it, but my spirit took it in, my heart took it in. And then over time, and not, not too much time, by the way, maybe a couple of years, I decided uh, to honor my mother and my aunt and to bring forth some of their gifts. They were both very intuitive, but they were both made a lot of fun of and rejected and people resisted them. And that that hurt my soul, you know, knowing that at a young age. And I thought, well, I'm gonna break through all of this in my way. And so I've never studied numerology. My aunt was very studied. <clears throat> However, I've been given some divine gifts and that I have, that I do not take for granted and that I do my very best to use appropriately. And so you were saying that, you know, your heart took it in, 
And even though maybe you didn't understand it, it came into the heart space. And then you also went through, of course, watching those close to you kind of be shamed and ridiculed and just not nice, kind things happening to them. And that really, truly affected you at your core, being that you're so close to them, right? Yes. And also knowing my mother was so intuitive and so wise, what she said to me in the 60s is actually happening now around health. Wow. That was her gift. I mean, she was 50 years ahead of the game because she really started in the 50s and she pioneered. And so I I felt something very deep about my mother and I stayed very aligned with her, Mm -hmm. but no one else did. Everybody was against her. So we had an organic garden. You know, we, we, we worked at a health food store together. We took supplements, we ate organic food. So I just aligned with what I felt was the truth for me and how I wanted to support my mother. Mm -hmm. And you know, there's no, there's no surprise here, but there has been um, resistance against the feminine and her powers and her healing. Mm-hmm. And without making men wrong, I love men. I love the divine masculine. However, I believe it's our time that the feminine is coming into power, but in the power of her heart, in the power of truth, and not in uh, power over anything or anybody. And so there's a lot of, let's just say, uh, turbulence and 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 complexity and chaos in the energy field with um, the masculine kind of not knowing how to really be in his center or be grounded when the feminine is coming into her power I believe it's the age of Aquarius I mean I am not a, I, I'm not a guru and I uh, you know I just know what I know and I feel it's time for the feminine to come into her power because we've been called to but also to empower men to come into a deeper heart-centered power versus power over over and control and domination and greed and all of that, right? So no judgment, no judgment, because we're, you know, we're all one. Right, we are one, right? We are unity. And so the light is shining bright and we are these beacons of light radiating (laughs) a radiance of truth, wisdom, I believe unconditional love and peace and harmony. And that does kick up resistance in the energy field. So it's all, all things turn for good for those who believe. And I do believe it will, but there will be some breakdowns and um, resistance. And there will also be breakthroughs. There's no breakthroughs without the breakdowns. So just embracing all of it, you know, our light, our shadow, our darkness, personally, collectively, and not making anything wrong. I feel the key is to stay in the truth of the highest way of being is to be in unconditional love, compassion, non-judgment, forgiveness, and finding peace in the storms. Mm, Peace in the storms. I felt the power behind that. Okay. There was a lot to unpack there that I really want to ask you about. So going back to your mother, And you saying she was kind of really a pioneer in the 60s and was already, you know, growing your own garden, doing things organically. You spoke about kind of what we're seeing in the medicine world that is playing out now. And she kind of already knew. Would you mind sharing what she kind of knew or what her wisdom was of what was coming that's now playing out? Yes, she was very clear about um, the toxic toxicity and the 
chemicals that were being used, I think that started in the 50s. She was very aware of that. She was born and raised in Lancaster, Pennsylvania, next to the Amish. And so, and my grandparents are from Italy and they had way up in the hills, no, you know, no chemicals, no toxins, right? So she was a bit of a purist and a bit extreme, but it was her truth and it was her path. It was her path. But no one, no one, not even her own immediate family, wanted to be on that path. They they condemned her and they made her wrong and they made her and 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 feeling that and watching that was very was very difficult, but is also very inspiring. She knew to not use chemicals. She knew she knew not to use plastics. Everything we did was glass. Wow. She was recycling in the neighborhood. I think starting 61 that I can remember. Wow. And, you know, she was doing everything she could. She worked with Ralph Nader. She, she sourced the finest supplements for people and she did it all pro bono. And most of my work is pro bono uh, because the greatest gift we have is our health, our bodies, our temple. And this is how we get through this life. Right. And it's also what value are we having my mother had a value for her health and her life that I don't think I'd seen in my life. I'd wow. seen most of my life. My father was a glorious man. He was a coach and a, and a, uh, a mentor and he mentored thousands of children in high school and college. And he was also very intuitive and he was very, very Italian, East coast Italian. And he loved Italian food. And my mother and I loved, sprouts and avocado (laughs) and organic you know we ate a lot of fruits we had we had like 24 fruit trees on our house probably yeah so we just you know I stayed very tuned into nature I'd say because of my mother and nature nurtures and I feel like nature heals and um, I still I, I go and lay on the earth right now um for an hour or two a day except for when it's freezing and just stay connected to nature. The desert nature is very different than Los Angeles nature, but they both bring their the beauty and the blessings of, you know, the different environments in nature. Wow. She knew to stay very, very connected uh, to nature. And she was also, she was also a pioneer around water. And she knew some things about water. She said so much about water and so, so much about so much. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody just kind of like, oh, Jean, you're nuts. So they laughed at her. And I was like, wait a minute. I, I, I intuitively felt she was right about everything she said. Wow. And not knowing, you know, in my knowledge, right? Because yes. knowledge is limited. But um, knowledge and wisdom is a sacred union. So she knew a lot. And she said she saw some trends about what would happen to the earth if we didn't recycle. I mean, who was recycling in the 60s, in the 50s, late 50s? You know, who was doing organic gardens in Tucson, Arizona? No one. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So, yeah, she was a pioneer. And I appreciated that, inspired by that and also sad for her on a level because no one really gave her any credit or acknowledged her except for me. Wow. And, and then, later think... on, then later on, my sister, like 20, 30 years later, but still the masculine, the brothers and the, 
you know, finally, my father stepped into more holistic in his 60s. And he came to me and he said, okay, give me what you got. (laughs) (laughs) And it was his sister that was a numerologist. And he thought she was wacky, dacky. They all did. But she might have been, but she was brilliant. And she was so wise. And, you know, in the 50s and 60s in Jersey City, New Jersey, and you know, an Italian community, I don't, you know, she was also kind of ostracized a little bit. I, I kind of sensed that. I heard things and I went, what is, what is this? My mother and my aunt. But I got that they were women. I got mm-hmm. that. Right. And I said, okay, I'm going to break this code. I didn't say it in that way then, but yeah, I said, yeah. I'm breaking this code. Right. Right. And I'm going to stand up against all odds. And wow. like, my, like my mother did. My mother did. She went up against all odds. Yeah. And And I think that's, I mean, what an incredible woman. And I think that that's really what we're seeing so much of now, right? So many people are being told they're crazy, that that's not right, that you're nuts, you've lost your mind. I mean, the list goes on. And I can only imagine back then when she really was a pioneer and was like really one of the only ones to where now you have millions of people questioning and millions of people standing up and saying, wake up all the time to people. And, you know, it's, it's so interesting, even for me with my own family and my own friends and that are like, that's crazy. And there's no way. And what are you talking about? And, you know, where did you, you know, pick that up and how could you think that's true? And, you know, when you talk about, when we started the show and talk about, you know, our heart space and finding that peace, you know, that's been for me, part of my journey is like every time something that I learn resonates and I can feel it in my heart space. I know it's true. I don't need a million documents to show me why it's true. I can feel it, that vibration, you know, that energy, that frequency is like, that is the truth. That is my truth. And that is the truth. And it's just so wild now being, you know, 2021, we're almost out of and going into 2022, how people are almost wanting you to be wrong because they don't want to know the truth. And they don't want to see the truth or wake up or awaken, whatever you want to call it. I know everyone kind of uses different verbiage, but it's all the same thing, right? It's all the same meaning of coming into your heart, finding your own truth and knowing that's what it is without powers that be those around you telling you what your truth is. Yes, Hallie. And I'm so proud of you, quite honestly, because you stepped into your truth. And I'm sure against a lot of odds and and energy seen and unseen. You know, I believe we're having spiritual battle. Spiritual beings having human experience. I believe there's war against the feminine. It's not conscious. And it could be. However, your journey is all about awakening. And so the power of if if each one of us or any of us of, of awakening will change the world. So your journey is part of your destiny and purpose, even in your numbers, because I did your numbers, right? I know you Very powerful. You're a spiritual leader. And, um, you know, you, there's something about grace and, and how you speak it uh, will be very powerful in the world. Not that it hasn't been, but you're, you're, you've taken a quantum leap in my humble assessment. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so you've awakened. And so you're tapping awakening with Ali could not be more beautiful and timely. It's very poignant and very important time. So, you know, I have a lot of faith in humanity and I have a lot of faith in the feminine. And I believe that the feminine 
comes to nurture, nourish, love, and, and heal the masculine and humanity. And I believe we're, we're doing that one, one woman at a time and one person at a time. And 2022 is a powerful year. It's a six universal year. And the six represents, which is fascinating, nurturance and healing and unity and cooperation. And um, it's creation, actually. So what are we creating? And that's the high note of it. You know, as you know, Ali, there's a high note and there's a low note. And we vacillate, even I vacillate. But we get to choose how much we want to vacillate, how much we want to stay in the higher note and how much we want to stay in the lower note. Yeah. It's not so much fun in the lower note. So <laughs> now I'd rather swim on the higher waves. However, you know, we all do both, right? And, and it's okay. It's all okay. It's part of our own awakening to even know that we're swimming in the deeper waters and embracing it and finding a way yeah. to be okay with it, right? That's, that's an awakening itself. And without the awakening, there's no change. There's no transformation. I, I don't believe it's possible. You know, we have to be aware. And then we have to have this inner awakening, which you've had so beautifully. And I'm so happy for you, honestly, and for your family. I think your children are going to, you know, have an advantage, if you will, spiritually, emotionally, energetically. And I believe that you and I, Ali, have a, a, um, a path to support mothers and women and children and also the masculine i love the masculine nobody loves men more than me i've never met anybody who loves men more than me because i love my daddy so much i know you do and and i know you've worked with so many men you know in all the different fields and i would love for you to speak to you know you mentioned a little bit before how the men and the masculine are struggling with this awakening and the shift and this change i see it within my own husband i know we've talked about this you know on the phone together privately um and I think a lot of people are seeing this within their, you know, partners and, you know, dads and uncles and whoever it may be, that's, you know, a man in their life. I've had a lot of women say to me, men are really struggling right now. They're struggling with, you know, if they want to be in the same job, they're struggling with, you know, their own truths. They're almost having like their own, you know, crises. There's a lot going on. Can you share what your perception of that is and why the masculine is struggling? Because I know you spoke to, you know, the feminine, how the feminine is really rising and coming in and is going to be majorly part of the healing, which I completely feel as well in my heart. But I would love for you to dive deeper into the masculine so people can understand it a little bit better. And even for myself to give more of that grace that you speak of and to not make them wrong. I think that's a really tough lesson being honest, even for myself. Yes not to make others wrong as I hold my truth. And as I stay in my heart and know where the truth is and that frequency is to not make them wrong, but at the same time trying to help further awaken them and give them that guidance. Yes. That's, that's beautiful. You know, Ali, just being who we are and being in our hearts is the simplest way men can see that we live what we're speaking as much as we humanly possibly can. And I work on that. I'm going to say I'm 80, 20, 90, 90, 10, depending on the, (laughs) right. The, the waves Um, men need to be held in a way without judgment for sure. Here we're saying we want to be heard. We want to speak our truth. Well, why then would we not allow the divine masculine who's kind of been in, I'm going to call it the darkness, the dark ages for for millennials, right? So why wouldn't we have the same grace and respect for them that we want for ourselves? 
And that's exactly what they need. Um, I love, you know, I have very divine brothers. They're wonderful brothers, but they are really men in the world. Okay. Military, you know, just you name it. And I have to pinch myself every time I talk to them, honestly, to just let them be who they are. It's not easy because it's, it's, there's a, there's, we're diabolically opposed on many levels, but there's a profound love. We have a profound love. That's at least, that's the foundation of our siblings. There's four of us, right? So they're not as gracious with me as I am with them, to be honest. Mm. Right? So <clears throat> they try, they do try. And I also have my own power and I also set boundaries, but not against them, but to honor myself and honor my truth. But they, they have to also be honored in their truth. And I feel that they will come into more of their heart. This is, this is about moving more into your heart. You, you know, hey, guys, love you. You're the best. And I've had the most amazing, you know, relationships with men and business partnerships. However, it's about now a 360, holistic and integrative way to do business, to do life, to do family. You integrate your head and your heart. Knowledge they say knowledge is power. Okay, I'm going to say knowledge is not power without wisdom. Mm. And when you can dive into the wisdom of your own heart and start to feel safe, men don't feel safe there. So how do we provide that safety net, Ellie, as the feminine, as the mother, as the wife, as the daughter, right? How do we, pro- how I believe how we provide it is that we stay in our heart without the judgments and the make wrongs. Because if we look into the world, if we look into the world and tell the truth, the reason the world is in the condition it's in, I believe, is because we've made a, a religion wrong, a culture wrong, a, you know, a color wrong. Uh, we've made everything wrong. Like we're judge and jury and we've made it wrong. And so we're going to go up against it. So belief systems, you know, we live by our belief systems. And, and when you have that awakening, you start to look and shift your belief systems. And I say, trust your heart. My father used to say to me, Gina, trust yourself and trust God and no one else. And because he planted that seed in many, hundreds of those kinds of seeds in my heart and my spirit, I feel like I've had a vantage point with all of that wisdom and guidance from my father. Have I trusted other people? Oh, yeah, dozens of times, but ultimately, hundreds of times. But ultimately, I trust myself and I trust God and I trust what I'm guided in, you know, my spirituality. I trust that. Mm. And I tested it. You know, when I was much younger, I would test the waters. We test the waters. But once you know your truth, this is the deepest thing that came to me in a dream, Ellie. What I heard was when you know the truth, you're accountable for it. And the universe has an accounting system. Wow. I've got big chills, actually. Oof. I just got tingles in my hands. Yeah, my hands and my spine and my head. And so when I woke up out of that, I called a dear friend of mine. He was a famous, you know, producer of music. He does everything, you know, but not in the nicest way and not in the, the, the best way that serves many. And I said that to him. And this is a very tough, very tough masculine from from another country and he cried like a baby wow when I said that and so 
he got that. <laughs> it was profound that he even got that. <laughs> so, you know, again, um, hold our truth, speak our truth, be our truth, honor our truth, and allow other people to have theirs. And the beacon of light that we are that radiates light and truth and wisdom and shining that light without expectations, without agenda, without making somebody wrong. I believe the masculine can shift and I believe humanity can shift. Wow. So powerful. And transform. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's what we're doing right now, right? We're watching yeah. our 3D matrix dimension, whatever resonates for people. This current world is essentially ending, shifting, transforming, evolving. We are going to higher dimensions, higher frequencies, higher levels of truth. And we, like you said earlier, we have to have these breakdowns. We have to have these um, shakable moments, if you will, to unearth so much for it to come to the surface in order to, like you said, play through that shadow of dark and light and to let the light rise up and to let that truth and frequency continue to rise, to see it. Um, You know, a lot of people feel that um, it's the end times. A lot of people talk about, you know, the end times are coming because all of this is happening. And I, again, you know, don't want to make someone wrong and stay in my heart, but I've said to several people, um, you know, different religions, of course, that's how you feel. It's how you feel. But I've said, maybe it's the end time of what this is. Maybe it's the end time of this quote unquote, you know, uh, dimension and this frequency of what's been our world. And this is ending because a new beginning is here and has already actually started. Chills (laughs) from head to toe, rippling. (laughs) That is my intuitive understanding that I'm going to trust. It's it's the end of times as we know it. And there has to be, everything ends. Everything ends. It's the the seasons and the cycles and the rhythms of life. Everything ends. Then there's resurrection. There's rebirth. There's regeneration. You know, the snow comes it, it, it kills, you know, everything, right? I had a friend who had lost a hundred fruit trees that he planted in the snow, oh, wow. but then he was able to plant in the spring, right? So they all died, but then there was rejuvenation, regeneration. So if we look at the cycles of life and, you know, I think one of the things, Ali, is that we get lost in what, what we think we know and what the world has uh, told us. And there are great limitations and there are many reasons why. And we can we can hypothesize and we can theorize and we can say whatever we want. But basically, there's been a numbing, a numbing and a dumbing of humanity and, and mostly the feminine. And so I am going to stand and I am going to rise and I am going to speak my truth and I'm going to have the courage to do that against all odds. Not making it wrong, but I'm standing in my truth. And the other thing is we're not responsible for how people feel if we deliver it in a way that is non-judgmental and not a make wrong. Like they get to feel how they want. They get to respond how they want. They get to behave how they want. It's a reflection of what we're up to. So we have to look, we have to go, oh, well, I'm, I'm offense, offended. I'm defending, you know, whatever I'm defensive. Well, okay. That's their truth. That's what they're, that's the, the, the ray they're shining. 
It doesn't have to affect us. I am proof of that because I, I work on that every day to not be defensive, to not feel offended, uh, to not get angry. I do get all of that a little bit, a little bit. And that's the honest truth. But I work on staying in my center and staying. I call it heart centered breathing, you know, staying in my center, heart centered living, because staying in that space, everything dissipates over time. When you resist that, when you're resisting people and their beliefs and their all of that, you actually create more resistance in your own energy field. And really, I want I love peace and harmony. And I'm going to create that as much as I humanly possibly can. As much as I'm awake and continue to awaken, there's no destination. We know this. We're all we're all awakening, whether we like it or not. It's some level, but we're not all going to act on it. Mm. Part of its choice, part of its unconscious, part of its destiny. You know, I, you know, I don't even understand destiny, but sort of I do in a sense that how could we predict anything? How could, you know, Nostradamus or a lot of famous people that predicted things predict something two or three or 400 or 20 years before if there wasn't a, a destiny? So we never know someone's destiny, I, I don't believe. And that's what gives me the power to understand they have the right to live their life and their path. And we get to choose what we want out of there's natural consequences for all of that, but we get to choose what we can live with and what we can't. Right. Well, and I mean, God source gives us that free will, right? I mean, that's, that's always been, we are of the creator. We are creators, as you said. And so we are given that free will and we make those choices and those choices, like you said, are whatever they may be. And, um, you know, I think too, when you were speaking about, also death and, you know, rebirth and all that. I think we've also from everything that's been around us, it's told us, you know, what is true and what's not people fear death so much. People fear um, the end so much. I mean, we've seen that with COVID, right? We've seen people go crazy over this and not to say that it's not what it is and not to say there hasn't been tragedy and all these things. We know all of this. But there were those things happening before, but somehow the world got turned upside down over this. And we know, of course, I think a lot of us who are awakened that media and other powers that be have, you know, allowed this essentially to play out um, and continue to feel and fuel the fear and have people really be like so scared that they won't take a mask off their face because they don't think that they should breathe, which is to me personally, I mean, I don't want to make anybody wrong, but I find it insane that they didn't want to breathe fresh air. That's their God-given right to breathe instead of uncovering themselves because they they have that fear so much that if I breathe, I might get sick. And I think it's gone so far now where people really are so fearful of that like last day, but you and I know, and I think many that are awakened that like you were saying before that it's ongoing. There is so much more after this physical vessel of life and even though we haven't been there so we don't really know per se we know in our heart space that this isn't the be-all end-all and so therefore we don't fear it the way those who are maybe not awakened or are not allowing themselves to be awakened and stay in the control and the fear and everything that's going on around us are afraid of what could happen if I do allow myself to live life I do take off that mask I do put myself into a quote unquote vulnerable situation, whatever, you know, it may be. What are your 
thoughts on this kind of programming um, and propaganda of what is going on and how are we going to move and shift through that as we go into 2022? Because I do believe, and I agree with you, and I feel in my heart too, that 2022 is going to be a very highly intuitive year, further awakening and further breakdowns of these systems and programs to further allow truths to be come up into our space. So sort of how I look at it, Allie, is, you know, we've come, we're coming into a new age and always we're coming into the age of Aquarius. We're not fully there according to what I understand. And we're leaving the age of um, Kali Yuga, the Piscean age. And um, everything will be revealed. I believe everything. And I think it's already been revealed. I feel I, I also feel that fear dominates humanity and um, fear of death you're so accurate and right on with that and people are afraid to lose a loved one as well as lose their own lives even I have that I'd rather go into the light before I watch my siblings you know I have that thing going on that I'm working through right I don't want to see that but there it's it's inevitable it's the end I can't, I can't continue to fear it or resist it. Um, it is part of the sacred dance of life, life and death. And um, life and, um, you know, the rebirth. I don't know if I answered exactly what you asked me, but I just was guided to say all of that. No, I love that. And I, I don't think there's obviously any right or wrong answer to that because I think we all obviously don't know um we don't really know what will happen when we physically leave I know you and I both know that there's definitely no way that that's the end end um that's just kind of what's been told to us that it's final it's nowhere near final um except for of course our physical you know vessels you know (laughs) Um, I mean, I've shared with you, you know, so many times the, you know, number signs that I get from those that have, you know, passed on, like my grandmother, my daughter's named after, um, you know, my other family members that I've had visits from, you know, whether it's dreams, whether it's seeing an angel, whether it's orbs, I mean, numbers, I mean, the list goes on, right? And so it's like, there has to be more if you're seeing all this and you're actually allowing yourself to see all this, It, it can't just be the final end all. And so when you talked about, you know, uh, everything is being shown, it will all be revealed. I feel the same. And I do believe the thing we're learning in this time, right. is like that, that grace that you spoke of in the beginning of this show is like how much grace, you know, we have to give ourselves, um, with just everything and and how much, you know, now we're home more and we're in our families and and being in our hearts and and everything. And, you know, I have a three and a half year old who's been amazingly quiet the entire time we've been recording. And she's like, mama, I need you. And I'm like, okay, you know, and I'm learning through my own resistances too, of like, just how to flow instead of resisting things and letting things, you know, be, but going back to, you know, what, you know, you were saying, um, before we paused, it was just kind of, people being, you know, so fearful of the programming of fear, which we know is by design, right? Fear is one of the lowest frequencies. It keeps us captivated. It keeps us held instead of allowing us to surrender and trust. What do you think about as we go into 2022 and all these truths are being unearthed and we are seeing it and we are, you know, people are reading things, but they're still, 
it's almost like to me, I feel like some days and no judgment, but I truly feel this way. I feel like I'm in the twilight zone some days because some things will come out, you know, in, in some way or one another on a podcast, media, whatever you may name it. We know most of media is not reporting on most of the truth, um, but little things will kind of spill out and someone will read it and they either discard it or it's like, oh, that can't be true or that, you know, or, or they just make it wrong. I mean, how do you, and I know again, this, they all have their own soul contracts. They all have their own choices, but how do you feel as humanity, as a, you know, as the masses, we're going to be able to really fully awaken and go further into 2022 and further if this fear is what's holding everyone. Well, the fear factor is so strong and they were counting on that. They, the energies were counting on that. Mm-hmm. And um, moving forward, what I feel is very vital, Ellie, is that to not be polarized and to not create separation and to create oneness because they're also counting on that. Mm-hmm. Fear, separation, polarization is the breakdown of human- families and humanity. It just is. Yeah. So if we can stay in peace in the dark storms and the storms of our life and the storms of the world, we can honor our truth and wisdom and stay more centered with using some positive tools and techniques like, you know, breath work at the, at the root, at the core, it's breath work. Right. Right. And also, um, you know, maybe yoga, whatever somebody's guided to. Um, I would say that there's going to be such a big shift with the universal year with the six and people are either going to choose to swim, surf the waves or go deeper in the struggle of fear and the suffering. Some people and some cultures and suffer They're sufferers, right? And out of fear, out of unconsciousness, not out of, you know, who wants to suffer? Honestly, no one. Right. But there are things that have been set up in the world and I'm going to call it the matrix. And there are programs um, set up in the world for people to suffer. And this is Mother Earth is abundant. It's vibrant. Everything is available to us. It's here to be available to everybody. But as we look in the world, we see it is not. Mm -hmm. Right. And so there's this extreme polarization going on. I believe um, that will continue to a certain extent. And I also believe we can start to pull in the extremes and come more to balance and oneness through awakening, Allie, Mm. through awakening. How do people awaken? Shows like yours. Somebody, you know, planting a, a, a seed in their spirit and in their heart, even if they didn't want to hear it or didn't understand it. Awakening happening happens in ways we we know and we don't know. And the universe, the creation, the, the, the dimension, everything's awakening. More light, I believe, is coming to the planet. When we're fearful, I don't know how much we can receive. Yeah. And so I would say to anyone's heart, you know, choose more love and choose more peace. And it starts with loving yourself more. I mean, we couldn't be in so much fear if we had the courage to be in our hearts and loving ourselves and accepting and valuing and approving of ourselves. 
that's the other thing. We're so pulled outside of ourselves, looking at the external world for everything, mm-hmm. for our value, for how we're going to feel, for what we need to do, for the approval. It's like, wow, who wouldn't be in fear? It's time to, to come into our courage and, and, and be courageous in every possible way that we can. And you have two beautiful young daughters and you have a lovely family, Allie. And so, you know, you are going to, I know you are already and going to even further more um, guide them by what you model. And I think that's the ultimate truth is what are we saying? Are our words and our actions aligning? Mm-hmm. Yes. And when we can come into all that, I mean, I, I look at where I don't every day and yeah. then I go, okay, <laughs> let me re reset myself. And, and I love that you said surrender because I have been working on surrender, like nobody's business for many, many years. It's, I'm going to say it's been one of the most difficult things is to be patient and to surrender. And now I've come into more patience and more surrender. And when we can surrender our belief systems, when we can surrender our fears, when we can surrender our, our making people wrong and just go, okay, let them be, let it be. Okay, there's wars. People have been warring for years for, from the beginning of time. Over land, people are warring to, 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 to steal land and, and um, gain more wealth. Really? Really? Is that what we're here for, mm-hmm. honestly? And we're destroying Mother Earth in many, in a multitude of ways. Mm-hmm. She will regenerate. She will regenerate with or without us. Mm-hmm. And so for me, that's the, the outer Earth that we're on. My inner Earth is going to regenerate no matter what. I love that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And because I say so, and because I choose that, and because I do what it takes as much as I humanly possibly can by staying awake. And I'm writing a song. I think I told you this, uh, wake you up, shake you up, break you up. I love it. Yes. I can't <laughs> wait to hear it. And I love the name because it's so true. It's like we're awakening. It's a shaking. It's, it, it's so much, right. Which is why so many are resisting it because it isn't comfortable when you wake up and it is like so fearful, like, oh my gosh, wait. So all these things were to program me and that's not really true. And this was potentially maybe to try to poison me. I mean, the list goes on. It's like, and you wake up and you're like, oh my God. And, and, you know, I know I told you this when we were on the phone, but it's like, once you wake up, you have to just keep going forward. There is no going backwards. You know, it's like, that's it. You're awake and you move forward, you know? And, and I think that even for me, when that happened at first, I was just in a dark hole. I was just like, I don't know what to do with myself. I don't know how to get out. I wanted to go backwards, but there was no going backwards. And it was like, just how to push forward, you know, and that courage that you talk about and that rebirth and that standing in your truth, you know, I think that, you know, no matter who is listening right now, it's really coming into, like you said, your heart space and really asking yourself what's true and what's not true to you and going with that and, and trusting within, because we've always been given the keys and the courage and the, the, you know, the knowledge within it's just been really, in my opinion, taken away from us in a way. Yes. Um, It's because of the, the, the level of fear that that's been perpetrated, you know, upon us. Um, It's profound that (laughs) we can even wake up. (laughs) (laughs) However, it, it, it gives us, it, it shows us how powerful we are. And as Nelson Mandela said, it's not, it's not 
the darkness that we fear. It's the power that we have. And there's a beautiful, there's a beautiful quote by him. And that really has always struck me. We do, we do fear so much and we fear, we don't even know we're fearing, but if we, if we start to observe our patterns, our our behaviors and our thoughts and our, and our words and our actions, we'll, we'll start to see. And the other thing is, is that people live to get approval and they don't want to be judged and they'll go, they'll do anything to not be judged and to seek approval. And I'm, I'm writing a book entitled a spiritual message i just finished the first draft and i've just worked on the last was courage surrender truth and wisdom those are like the four last chapters and then service and that that leads me to how do we serve ourselves? okay and we were so just a little background for everyone listening we've had this happen a few times where my computer literally just stops recording and gina was saying at the beginning of this that because of the energies and quote unquote powers that be, whatever you want to call it and resonate with, they are aware of the conversations, the frequencies, these higher frequencies and conversations. So there is resistance and we have to continue to move through the resistance and stay in our hearts. And Gina and I even did a prayer before we started recording and talked about just allowing this to flow and be in our highest truths and highest selves. So we keep laughing when my computer starts doing glitches, her computer was having a glitch for like, okay, it's just resistance and we're moving through it. And I think if there's any message that I could give with that, with anyone listening, it's you're going to have resistance in your life too. I know I've had it so much more than I ever have before. And I sit here and I'm like, oh my gosh, what am I doing wrong? But the actually reality is, is I'm doing everything right. And I'm being, and I'm getting the resistance from these lower frequencies and darker energies and whatever you want to call it that are trying to say, no, 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 you can't do that. And you have to have the courage as Gina was speaking about before to push through and to just have courage. And even if you don't have courage for everything today, push yourself to do something courageous to help you continue to be in your heart and be in that courage. Yes, Sally, I love that. It's a call to action for all of us. We're being called. And that famous saying, many are called, but few are chosen. And I believe it's because few choose to choose. So let's just Mm. choose. We're chosen. Let's choose to rise up. And the last note was uh, on service and how we're being called to be in service and um, how we serve ourselves in the highest way in our families and communities is without agenda. It's without gain. And that's what I believe, you know, services. And that's the last chapter in my book. Every chapter is one page. So it's very simple reading, but it's really changing the hearts through spiritual lyric and song and, you know, the, many books in the world uh, before me and after me and currently um, when you, when you bring the awakening and ignite the heart with spiritual words and without the making wrong and without the breaking down of everything and everybody um, we can transcend and transform. We can heal the hearts of millions and only through awakening with Ali, these kinds of these sacred podcasts, alley and sacred books and sacred lyric song and sacred behavior can we actually transform the world and we're here to do that and if it's one person at a time it's one person at a time but i know that we've been given platforms where it can be millions of people over time and that's what i'm here for that's my i love that that's so beautiful and i know when you mentioned your song you know and you were telling me when we were talking on the phone last week that you know, lyrics as well and music and the right frequencies and the right sounds can also heal millions. And that we, 
you know, our, um, your intention, of course, with creating that and, you know, other artists who are in this heart space and know this as well can also wake up millions and change people's hearts. And, and we want that intention going into 2022 and further of allowing those frequencies and those words and those vibrations and that music to do that. Because we also know that the energies before have made it so that it's been the complete opposite. And so being able to also be super aware of what you're listening to and you're consuming, which is, as you know, why, you know, I'm so grateful for my breath work that I do and the sound frequencies paired with it that I do with soap because it's high frequency. And I know that, you know, it's actually my cells are actually listening and it's actually changing, you know, what's going on within me. And I think that that's such a, you know, beautiful and pure message for others to hear, because maybe it is something as simple as that, just being aware of, your words and what you say yes. and the things that you're creating and, you know, the, the things you're listening to and reading, I mean, the list goes on all the things that you're actually consuming are creating your reality, whether you realize it or not, you know, and I think that that's so powerful that you said that. And I know we have to wrap things up here. We're going to have to do another episode because I know <laughs> you and I could just go on and on, but, you know, going into 2022, what do you feel, what do you personally see on a, you know, spiritual level for the collective? Is there any messages you want to share kind of before we wrap things up? And then of course, I want you to share where we can find you, follow you. If people want to be coached by you, all those beautiful things, and then it'll all be in the show notes. Thank you. That's lovely. And thank you for acknowledging um, everyone can do this. You know, everyone can speak a kind word. We can write a kind word. I mean, it's possible we can write poetry and and lyrics into the world. So it is about the masses. It's not the chosen few in that way. So thank you for acknowledging that and and, and honoring that. I see healing and transformation in 2026. And also we're, so everything to me is energy. Everything is energy and we're in an energy field. We're in a collective energy field and we're in our own energy field. So what we let in, allow in, what we allow in will determine the level of healing and transformation that we can personally experience. I think the world is going to be given some uh, beautiful, because um, we're wrapped. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> so we're laughing. I'm so happy that we're, we're still being in joy and, and laughing and, you know, having some fun and humor around everything. And that's also very important. As we get cut off as we're recording. <laughs> as we're getting cut off the end, right? We get to restart. You know, so um, just be willing to my my last thoughts are if we're willing to just go inside more and do our inner work and let our heart be our compass and our guide and learn to love ourselves. There are many things I I love to teach heart centered communication and and living and I'm available for that uh, as a life coach. But but really, I'm a spiritual coach and advisor. I would say that is really the highest note. And I want to yes, just own that. I've experienced it. And it's incredible. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, that's so sweet. And I've also experienced it for many. I have coaches and mentors that I work with along the way. want to honor everybody that has served my life and guided me and helped me awaken, if you will. Uh, you can reach me at ginaroda.com. It's simple. G-I-N-A-R-O-D-A.com. If you want any coaching or intuitive reading. I'm happy to support you and I'll work something very special for the new for Christmas. I will work half off of what I normally charge. Oh, wow. So they'll be able, since this will air in 2022, they'll be able to essentially use that kind of in a Christmas special, but for 2022. Yes, this is, this is a Christmas special. And this is also just like the end of the year. Like let's, 
let's let's complete the year, the end of the year. Here we go, right? The end and beginning of a new year. Let's do it with with love and service without having to profit beyond, you know, it's about service. I'm serving you and you'll be serving me and let it be fair and equitable and let it be a blessing to both of us. And so, yes, GinaRota.com is how you can reach me. Beautiful. And that'll be in the show notes. And so guys, obviously this is going to air, as I said, in 2022 and we're recording right before the holidays, but Gina will honor that as if it's Christmas time when this uh, does air. So you'll be able to receive those blessings. And let me just say for someone who has, and she has helped me awaken, it is truly so beautifully guided and divine. So I highly recommend if you're someone who is looking for that or wanting any kind of guidance or coaching or taking yourself to the next level, uh, she is the woman to do that for you. And um, Gina, thank you so much for being here and holding this space and, and this light and this high frequency. I've been feeling the tingles through my body this entire conversation. And I love that you said going into 2022, that it's really going to be about that healing and that transformation and that truth, because I think a lot of people need to also hear that. So many are in that fear. They do think it is quote unquote end times. They do think that the darker energies, you know, essentially have won and have taken over. And I think it's a really good reminder of that's not true at all, um, at least at least from our perspectives and our heart spaces. And I think for many who are awakened, we know this is only the beginning and that we are taking all these darker energies down and these powers that be, and we are spreading truth and we are awakening others. And it's just a beautiful time to really get to be in this transformation and um, be chosen for this time. I love that, Hallie. And I just have one last thought. When we can own that we are light beings and we're source beings and we're divine emanations of God and uh, creation in a human and having a human experience, I, I think it'll help free us. And, you know, I want to say one last thing about fear. Whatever we fear, we bring to the light of our door. And so we can choose faith or we can choose fear. And faith is sight unseen. We don't see it. And the other thing is about fear is that when you fear, you shut down all possibility and you lose your power. It's okay to have fear. It's not okay to stay stuck there. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So embrace your feelings. Like no one's diminishing anything here. Embrace your feelings, embrace your life. You can have your fear and have your feelings. Don't let them have you. Don't let them use you in a way that shut you down and create a bondage, if you will, and a limited way of living and being and understanding. So my last words are step into some faith and surrender and have more courage for yourself and for your family and for humanity uh-huh. and love yourself. Uh-huh. Yeah, love yourself. Thank you. And, and anyone listening, I hope that this has not only further awakened you or helped awaken you. If you are here and listening, it is not by accident. It is divinely guided. And I hope you are able to receive whatever it is that you can take, whether it be everything or only one thing. If it helps with your own transformation, as Gina said, step into your own faith, step into your own power. Oh my goodness. I'm you. <laughs> you step into your own faith, step into your own courage, be who you are and allow yourself to be that and, and be so much more than maybe you even thought you could be. That is where we are going. That is what we are being called to do and truly just honor that for yourself. And I love that you said that about fear and kind of ended it with that with Gina, because 
it is so true. There's so much when it comes to fear, even myself, I've had to constantly look at that and say, okay, that's just a fear and I need to release it and I can acknowledge it, but I'm not going to stay in it. I love that you said, don't allow it to consume you, keep you there, honor those feelings, honor those fears and move through and have courage and have faith. What a beautiful way to end today's show. And thank you so much, honestly, for being here and helping awaken others and transform others' lives. And anyone listening, I really hope that this resonated for you and awakened something within your soul, because that's what Awakening with Ali is all about. So thank you so much, guys. Love, blessings, and light and style. Love and blessings, Ali. And thank you for awakening us. Thank you.